What's up everybody, welcome back. Thank you so much for taking the time to hang out. In this video, we are testing the performance of the DJI OM4 with the iPhone 12 and the Google Pixel 5. Let's go. All right, for this comparison, I was mainly looking out for image stabilization and how well these phones sit with the brand new redesigned phone grip, the magnetic phone grip of the DJI OM4. I was a little worried at the beginning that the 12 was not gonna fit, but it does. And I wasn't really worried about the Pixel 5 fitting in. It is actually much, much lighter than other phones that I own, so it actually performed very, very well as well. It's one of those smartphones that if you're using a gimbal, you know that the gimbal is not gonna be struggling to keep everything balanced, so that's a plus. Now, before we jump into the comparison, this video is sponsored by Into the AM. Into the AM is a premium high-quality apparel company, and they actually have a wide variety of cartments, including t-shirts, tank tops, hats, masks. I am personally very very, very picky as far as the clothing that I wear. Mainly, I wear all solid black. And I gotta say, I'm really liking the shirt. It is very lightweight, but they're kind of fitted in a good way. It feels like a light hug. <laughs> Laura's making fun of me because I just said that these feel, these shirts feel like, it's like a very gentle hug. They actually sent me some different colors of their shirt. I personally wear black most times, like, 98% of the times, but I'm saving the orange one for next year's Halloween. So thank you into the AM for these elevated t-shirts and of course are sponsoring this video. You can save 10% off your into the AM purchase with the link in the description. So I'm going to be completely honest, the performance on both devices is fantastic. I feel the OM4 as a standalone gimbal performed incredibly well with the native camera app on both smartphones. The only major thing that I noticed on the Mimo app, on the iOS side of things, is that depending on the resolution, there was a substantial crop being done within the DJI Mimo app. All right, so I'm noticing a big difference over here. Uh, take a look at the speakers on the top right of the screen. If I tap on 4K60 right now, you can see the entire speaker, but if I switch over to 30 frames per second, it performs an additional crop. So this is like a little bit more intense image stabilization uh, that digitally enhances the image, of course. Same with 24. Look at the right speaker. We pretty much chewed up half of it in the frame, but if I go 30, you can see the same. Now if I do 60, it takes a step back and we can see the whole thing. Performance was actually better in my opinion when I was using the native camera app because that application also introduces electronic image stabilization on top of the optical image stabilization. So you have like that really good combination there. You do lose a little bit of that crop, but when I was switching over to the Mimo app, I did notice that on the same exact lens when I was using the wide or even the ultra wide, if I chose 4K 30 versus 4K 24 versus 4K 60, there was a substantial difference and the amounts of information that I can fit in the frame. And also for some reason, under different kinds of resolution and frame rates, the electronic image stabilization on the DJI Mimo app would completely be turned off. I was very, very pleased with the results that I got with the Google Pixel at both 4K 30 and 4K 60. This is by far my favorite 
Pixel video machine, so to speak, because the previous Pixel phones that I had, like the Pixel 4 or the Pixel 3, captured great video, but there was always that 4K 30 limitation. I couldn't go past for slow-mo. I was limited to 1080p, and then that's not a fair fight. For some reason, I was reading comments on the internet that the OM4 was not going to work with the iPhone 12 or the Pixel 5, and people were ranting about it on some of the comments in my previous DJI Osmo Mobile videos. So yeah, I don't know why, because it actually does work, and it worked very, very well. I wouldn't be surprised if DJI updates their application in order to take advantage of the newer features of both devices. Still, the Android version of the DJI Mimo app is not on par with the iOS version. There's the lacking of a slow motion mode and some of the frame rate options are not available as well as the manual mode was completely absent from this test. All right, so while we were using the DJI Mimo app on the Google Pixel 5, we can see that the resolution options are substantially limited. We have 4K 30 and 60, but no 24 option. Same goes for 1080p. Uh, and there is the absence entirely of the manual mode. So there is no added option here for shutter speed, ISO, all that good stuff. There's just simply no manual controls for that. I would definitely recommend a third-party application like Filmic Pro in order to take advantage of those extra controls. Now, when we switch over to the iOS counterpart of the DJI Mimo app, we can see that now we do have the option to do 4K 60, 30, 25, and even 24. DJI Mimo on iOS also supports the ultra wide lenses as well as the telephoto lens. So it does give you the option to leverage uh, that two times, so to speak, that two and a half times, you can actually see the switch between one lens and the other, uh, which is something that the Android version does not currently possess, as well as that manual mode. Right, so we have the option, of course, to do an automatic shutter, uh, ISO, and exposure compensation, but we also do have the option to go manual mode and change our shutter speed, make it faster, so things look uh, properly exposed if you're going for a specific look. So it's one of those things that if you're looking for the better experience for just flat-out filming, you might as well film with either a Filmic Pro or the native camera app on the Google Pixel 5. If you're trying to do motion time lapses or doing image tracking, both devices perform well, so you can totally use the DJI Mimo app. Having said that, the image quality on both devices while we were just capturing video was fantastic. But I wanna know what you think. Let me know your thoughts in the comment section down below. If you have any questions or suggestions, drop them down there so we can continue to create relevant content for you. Don't forget to hit that like button and subscribe if you enjoyed the video. And as always, thank you so much for sharing your time with me. I'll catch you on the next one.